Week three of the NFL season is complete. And that means episode 34 of Down the Wire is here to recap it. The Packers look like they're back. The Lions are the unluckiest team. And damn, did Tom Brady get spanked. We're all here to talk for it now for the next hour or so. Down the Wire. I be like shoes, sunset on the beach. Pick me wanna pull up on Miami with the heat. I don't know about you, but I know about me. Summertime in Florida, catch me sliding on the key. Yeah. Oh, something's happening inside of me. Excellence, yeah, it's gotta be hot. Episode 34. Down the wire, baby. How you doing? I'm up. I'm ready, dude. This was a great football week. This was an awesome week of sports and and a really great Sunday to just sit down, do nothing, and really engulf what happened in week three of the NFL. Engulf. You are surrounding yourself with, uh, surrounding, yeah, yourself around football? Yes, absolutely. I was watching on all different kinds of screens, on all different types of illegal streams, and on regular television to get some other ones, like... Yeah, I was all point, over though, it. Even if you like, yes, they are illegal streaming. But if everyone does it and it becomes the norm, is it truly illegal anymore? Well, well, Dana White's really been cracking down on that stuff with like UFC and stuff, and it's yeah, kind Dana, of affecting. Dana White's crazy. Yeah, but it's affecting all sports a little bit. It used to be, I'm telling you, like a half a second behind real time. Now it's probably two plays behind. I mean, is that a problem to you? Because I can put my phone down. No, yeah. From the notification. I, I yeah, no, I can definitely handle that. But like, I don't want to watch the Packer game or something like that. If I would say, you know, I'd rather be right there on that. But should we get into yeah. what 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 should we start? We gotta start with Thursday night, right? Thursday night. Thursday night, and my boy, my boy, Sam Darnold is looking like a real nice addition to Carolina and a real big upgrade to them. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I expected him to play better. Did you expect him to play this good? Because he's looking pretty legit. I'm telling you, he was making some really nice throws and making really nice plays, and the Jets were just a dumpster fire last year. He's already got more wins this year at quarterback for Carolina than he did last year as the Jets quarterback. He only won two games last year as well, a Jets congratulations. quarterback. congratulations. You're not playing for the terrible Jets organization. That's what like, I mean. He looks really nice over there, and Carolina... I mean, they're they're putting themselves in a great spot right now to make a playoff push for something in the future. I mean, it's a three and zero is a great start. I concur. They look uh, solid. The defense is legit, uh, and as we have both bolstered many a time, it's probably because of Hassan Reddick. What a great yeah. gr- the best is that the best off season signing? I mean, geez, that's it, it's mm-hmm. right up there. We'll get into some more, I think. I think I have another one. Defensively. Yeah. Defensively, I can give you that. But, like, dude, look at Sam Darnold. I'm just saying. Like, that's – look at uh, uh, Bridgewater. I'm just saying, too. Like, there's lots of of love going on in this 
I, I agree. I really like to watch. I really like to watch Carolina. I think they're a fun team. Brian Burns is also a monster on the defensive side. Um, you know, but we knew that last year, though. Yeah, absolutely. And we also knew from last year that Christian McCaffrey was going to get hurt. I mean, that was just inevitable almost this year, right? He just he just always does now, and he's going to be another injury prone guy that will never get to see play. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah. Pretty much. They just uh, use him too I, much. Uh, you know, another thing, too, that is worth of noting, Panthers losing J.C. Horn. Three uh, bones in his foot, broken. That's uh, that's pretty big. But they just made a trade. Did you see that today? Yeah, uh, C.J. Henderson. C.J. Right? Henderson, C.J. former first-rounder. I mean, maybe. He was? I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, he's former first-rounder. Is he good? He's young. He's young. He's. I bet you he's like 24. Uh, 2020 first round pick? I would assume he's younger. Well, then, yeah, then even younger. Yeah, maybe 23, 22. There you go. Uh, I mean, it, they, regardless, they a fair amount too. Re- it, you know, trading, trading their uh, the Dan Arnold and a third round pick, like that's a pretty hefty haul for uh, you know the Panthers because uh, listen here, listen here, Dan Arnold was an off season addition. That is. Yeah, that's not something that you do, uh, you know, three games into a season. No, not at all. And I'm really sad we're not going to see any Darnold to Dan Arnold connections anymore. That anymore. was we were robbed of that. Only three weeks, we got teased. One time, we got yeah. it one time. One time. Uh, I, and, uh, I, I I did want to say though, Davis Davis Mills, for how terrible his team was just playing around him, didn't look. Horrible. Again, he is working with nothing. He was hit so, nine times, sacked four times. Hooray. <laughs> you know, make it through the season, don't die, and Texans just keep being firm about your asking price for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't pull a uh what the what the hell is his name? Who's the dude that did DeAndre Hopkins? What the why can't I think of his fucking Bill name? Bill O'Brien. Probably Bill O'Brien. I was like, Bill Belichick. No, that's not right. Uh, yeah, don't don't Bill O'Brien Deshaun Watson. No, just keep it going. Keep it going. There's no reason. If if he's going to play, they're going to pay for him. If he's going to play, they're going to pay for him. They will. I promise wow. you. I, I look, I, honestly, if I was any GM, I wouldn't trade for Deshaun Watson ever. No, I don't uh, think he's I don't think he's going to play again. I don't think he's going to play again. Well, despicable human being, you know, whatever. Is a I got another one here. Did you know he played for them? Rex Burkhead, the Texans. Uh, I did know that. He's been there for a, a good while, actually. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he was in New England last year. Look it up. I'm. There's no way. Rex Burkhead was a New England guy. He's not been in Rex Burkhead. Well, Texans signed former Patriots running back Rex Burkhead June 1st, 2021. See, been there a while. That was June. What? <laughs> that was not. No, there's no way you knew who that was. You knew there's no way you knew who. I don't know. I can't even speak right now. I, <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say, there's no way you knew he signed there. There's no way. I, I don't care. We're moving on to the next there's game. No way. Wow. I don't know what the fuck happened right there. We're gonna keep that in though. I promise you. I'm not. I'm not taking that out. Uh, also, he's not. 
uh, just a New England guy. He was on Cincinnati for quite a while. Okay. Rex Burkhead. You didn't know that. Rex Burkhead. Yep. Let's get into Sunday games. Let's uh, let's talk about some of those. I'm gonna go. I'll I'll start with uh, Washington and Buffalo. Blowout season, baby. Yeah. Let's get this one out of the way. Uh, it was the first game done, and I was watching it, so I was writing up some notes during it and talking about uh, Josh Al- Josh Allen had a monster b- bounce back game after being terrible pretty much the first two weeks of the season four passing touchdowns ran one in two uh big games from cole beasley and emmanuel sanders the the bills offense definitely looked like they were clicking and it really raises questions on football team's defense because dude what happened i I, the team this team's exactly the same yeah i like seriously yeah i'm you could argue that they're better, right? Uh, not having what's his nuts uh, under quarterback. I'm just under, saying under center. I think that that front seven on paper was supposed to be the best front seven in the NFL this year, pretty much. I mean, I, near the top. Yeah, yeah. Again, I think I'm gonna have to eat some crow on this and realize that Washington is not winning the East. Giving up forty uh, points again, uh, and nearly five hundred yards yeah. of offense. Like Jesus Christ! But also, uh, speaking of additions, I know it, it wasn't. Uh, I don't think it was this offseason, was it? Emmanuel Sanders to the Bills. Yeah, they, I think that was this offseason, or that was last offseason. I think right. Yeah, he plays a great number two counterpart to Stephon Diggs. And you can see that Josh Allen likes him. Yeah, and Cole Beasley's always been a guy that's just gotten open wherever he was playing. He's been like that in Buffalo for a couple years now, and in Dallas he was doing the same thing. Um, it was over. No, no, that was this past offseason. He signed. They signed him. Oh, it was Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. Um, this game was over pretty early. Um, there was. Well, yeah, I mean, it was uh, what forty-three to. 43 to 21. But but it was so it was 21 nothing. But then Washington scores and they recover like the longest onside kick ever. Did you see that? They recovered yes. it at like the 25 yard line. Yeah. What the hell was that? If I'm the special teams coordinator, I I don't know. You can't like do you make them run? You can't make them run. But I would oh, just That's not true. That's not true. Uh what's his face? Uh, on the Giants, just made him do that after the first game. Oh yeah, that's right, Joe Judge. Joe Judge, yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying, make him run. I get it. I I don't know what the hell that was. That was ridiculous. But ultimately, it was just too many turnovers to overcome. And I I think Washington football team's defense is a really bad fantasy beat right now to start off, nonetheless, because. On my team, and they have not been performing well at all. Lost me eight points this week. Did you uh, switch them out yet? Did you jump on the waiver wire? Because I would. I'm I'm looking for something. I don't know what it is, but I, I'm a little disappointed in Washington right now. I really want Taylor Heineke to be like the next Kurt Warner. I had a buddy tell me that, and that's a that's a cool p- comparison. Like, what the hell 
happened to this guy, you know, kind of story. And it would be super fun. He's he's pretty young still. He can do something like that. But I don't know if that's yeah. going to happen. Eh. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. All right. Go to the next one. Next game. What do you got? Do you want to do one or are you going to pick? About, uh, let's go Tennessee and Indianapolis. Okay. I think it, we're finally starting to see the Titans coming back to what they were last year. I, I agree. So anemic that first game. And now they have a win over the Colts and the Seahawks yeah. uh, from last week. And this one was more convincing. Now, granted, I think the Seahawks are a better team, though. It wouldn't look that way after week three, apparently. Uh, but still a better team than Indianapolis is. And, man, Derrick Henry just continues to be impressive. Ryan Tannehill also had an impressive performance as well. Three touchdowns, dude. Come on. Derrick Henry destroyed Darius Leonard on that screen pass in the first half where all the memes of him now are going around of him just flying off. And that's a grown-ass middle linebacker he did that to. Not like... Darius Leonard is like one of those guys that you were constantly talking about. Like, that could be a potential defensive player of the year candidate yeah you know, absolutely yeah he, he he's up there he makes plays and the colts i i want i want colts fans and the by when i say colts fans i want our cousin michael just to apologize now or do they want to wait until they're five and 12 at the end of the season to do it because this colts team looks terrible they i don't think carson wentz was the answer and you know their weapons they're not running the ball like they were last year. I don't know if it's because they... Well, they have Marlon Mack just way down on the depth chart now, right? They signed him again, didn't they? Does that yeah, sound they right? Did. He's been there for a while. And, But it's been Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines, obviously, taking most of the carries. And Jonathan Taylor is kind of sophomore slumping a little bit throughout the first well, few weeks. Yes and no, but that offensive line is decimated and didn't get any better yesterday. Quentin Nelson went down with a high ankle sprain. Carson Wentz, too, is not a threat because he has not one, but two sprained ankles and can't complete a fucking pass. How do you even walk if you have two sprained ankles? Well, again, I don't don't know what they do. Um, Who's their their head coach again? Is it Frank Reich? Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say he's on the hot seat. I'm, I'm putting my hot seat button on Frank Reich's job. I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I absolutely do. I think that the Colts had high expectations this season, and if they could do it with Philip Rivers last year and be a playoff team, were they the four or the five seed? Right, one of those. I know they were in that game. They played the Titans. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. And so if they if they could do it with Philip Rivers, they really thought they could probably do it with Carson Wentz, and they, they're not. They're that's not. A bad, that's a bad idea, a bad take right there. Uh, and then going back to the Titans, that defense is looking impressive too. Harold Landry, you know, they, like I was reading on a, a, a website about all the people that uh, Tennessee has brought in. For the defense, Cameron Wake, Vic Beasley, Jadavion Clowney, Bud Dupree, but like the best defensive guy, uh, the edge rusher specifically, has been Harold Landry. He's been 
that guy for them and uh, just continues to get sacks, half sacks, quarterback pressures. He hit Wentz five times yesterday. Yeah, he was in his grill. He was in his grill. And over the last, you know, like you said, you named all those guys over the last few years that they've brought into Tennessee and – it's been Harold Landry for a while. Yeah, he's he's an animal. He's an animal out of out of college. He was an animal. Um, I I really like the the threats that they have a lot of playmakers in Tennessee. They have Derrick Henry, of course. We all know they just brought in Julio Jones and AJ Brown's a great weapon. I, I really, you know, Ryan Tannehill. I'm I'm not in love with him. I I think he needs to do a better job at just getting the ball to the playmakers. Um, and he doesn't, he doesn't to AJ Brown and Julio Jones. I think this offense could be a lot better. And Ryan Tannehill, he's not doing anything in, in, incredible. I mean, he threw two picks yesterday, still too. You're asking for a lot from a guy that's not, not a star. I don't know why. But you, they think he is. They do not think he is. They, they think they can win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill. I do think they can win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill. Ooh. I'm not saying, but they will not win a Super Bowl because of Ryan Tannehill. Mm. And that is something to be said. Uh, you have Derrick Henry, like unequivocally the best running back in the league. You have two solid uh, uh, wide receivers with uh, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. You don't need to do much with them. Get them the ball on short routes maybe a slant route up the middle, something like that, and let them do some work. And now your defense has come back alive, and, and that locks down a team, and you just coast the rest of the way. Hand that ball off to Henry. I don't know who their, who their other backs are. Hand them, hand them a fucking ball or two and just let them eat up some time. That's all that they needed to do yesterday. It was against a pretty inferior opponent. That, I mean, like we'll say that. I will say I that. Say inferior. I won't say inferior, but uh, they are beat up. The Colts are beat up just like Carson Wentz. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's go on to. Uh, should we talk about history? We should probably talk about history. I'm gonna. Let's go to Ravens Lions. Yeah, uh, you're giving your like uh, star of the week right here, right? Like top guy. Uh, you know, I, I I thought about it. I did. I did. Like, that was nuts. That was nuts. And you know what? Statistically, he should get the start of the week. Because on that 4th and 19, on that last drive, where Lamar Jackson is trying to get into Justin Tucker's limitless field goal range... They had a 99.9% chance of losing right there. Literally by, like, the AWS next-gen stats. A .1% chance of winning. And Justin Tucker drilled it. That just goes to show how stupid those uh, stat percentages are. I'm sorry. Every time I look at them, they're constantly wrong. Yeah, what? They did that. Uh, they did that yesterday with uh, the Packers game too, with the kicking the field goal over going for it on fourth down. Like both times, they said that the Packers should have done the opposite thing. Now I get it. It was you know whatever. We'll get there with it later. But those things are bullshit. 
I'm sorry. This is me getting in, into my old man, uh, like, oh, we can't believe analytics. Uh, <laughs> this is like the one time that I'm doing that. Because you know me. I'm normally a very big analytics big guy. Big baseball analytics guy. Big baseball I'm analytics all, guy. All around analytics All right, guy. all right. But, but this is my one time I'm going to be like, fuck those numbers. That's stupid. I, yeah, I don't know. The Lions have to be the unluckiest team right now. Uh, they played They played a nearly perfect game. I they Honestly, played, they've played two and a half good games of football. This they se- totally locked down Lamar Jackson. They stopped him on nearly every potential big play. Also, they embarrassed Hollywood Brown, who had three major drop passes two of which were easily touchdown passes like he was gone dude the ravens should have should have won a much bigger game yeah they made lamar beat them throwing and lamar he had a pretty decent day but he just couldn't run he he only had seven attempts i mean he was get he had almost 60 yards so he was moving when he had it but He's their best runner and their best thrower by far on uh, Baltimore. And it really limits him when they can just plan their entire defense around stopping Lamar's run. And they don't have anyone else who can take the load off of him. I'm going to go with a uh, unqualified like uh, hot take here. I'm going to say Dan Campbell will be the greatest coach with a losing record. So compare him to another coach's stats then. Like like compare him to uh, Dan Campbell will be the next like North Turner. Oh, oh, he's better than North Turner already. He just gets <laughs> inspiration and heart. And North Turner looks like looks like one of the family members that's sitting outside of surgery waiting for like that person to come out from hearts like operations norv turner is a scary looking dude norv turner kind of looks like et started smoking cigarettes that's kind of what norv turner looks like norv turner looks like a vampire from the midwest Mm. yeah yeah he does oh hey there let me suck your blood Um, Dan Campbell, oh, also, uh, yeah. Justin the, Tucker, though. Justin Tucker, 66-yard Ch- field goal. Holy fuck, he's a god. That was he nuts. Is. That was crazy. Nuts. Best field goal of the day, for sure. Um, best field goal of all time. Uh, I mean, the the little crow hop with it, the little, little uh, 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 and he, he, like, jumped with it before. He, they said he tried 65 in pregame, and he didn't hit it. And he so he said he had to do a little crow hop to get some power, and... It was not going to be good from 67. It hit the bottom crossbar. Uh, uh, I'm now lobbying for uh, the nickname of Justin Tucker to be Justin Don't Give a Fucker Tucker. Mm, that's a good one. Oh, what about Give No Fucker? Tucker? What about this Justin Tucker? Ew. <laughs> what the hell are you? Like a mid-90s wrestling program? I uh I, I I think it's crazy how we're in an era where kickers suck more than they do ever like more than they ever have, but 
if you find a good one, like they they seem to come up big like a lot, you know. Uh, there were a lot of game-winning field goals. That's what I mean. There's like there's a lot of good kickers in the NFL, but man, do kickers suck more than they ever have before. I mean, Justin Justin Tucker missed one from 49 earlier. I mean, he missed one from 49 earlier in the game. There was there was an opportunity for him matter. to miss that. People forget it as long as you get the W. Yeah, that's also true. That's also true. All right, moving on now. Um, do you want to pick the next one? Yeah, let's go to another uh, big kicker moment. Let's go to uh, Vegas and Miami. Ooh, okay. All right. I think that Vegas has been one of the biggest surprises. I think they also their NFC West or NFC AFC West um, counterpart, the Broncos of also, but the Raiders are really fun to watch, and Derek Carr is on the short list through three weeks, the MVP. Uh, you might be jumping the gun a little bit. There. On the short list, I'm saying. I'm what? not saying he's the number one guy. I know who the number one guy is right now after three weeks. I'll tell you that. But I'm just telling you Derek Carr is on my short list through three weeks. Uh, it's He's impressive, though. I mean, Derek Carr was able to rally those guys after a 14 to nothing deficit in the fourth quarter, uh, fourth quarter, first quarter, Jesus Christ. And the Raiders, uh, Raid, ah, fucker, no, I'm, I'm screwing up like you were just like two seconds ago. The Raiders. The Raiders, uh, 14 to nothing. Then the Raiders are like, fuck that, 25 points, like, uncontested. Um, hello? And, uh, you know, we kind of got to get a little worried because then the defense, you know, let them get right back into that game, but... That's why they have an overtime system, right? Well, they were yeah. able to run the ball throughout the game. Peyton Barber was really impressive, you know, with Josh Jacobs not being there. Ever, and they had the big Kenyon Drake signing in the offseason, and they didn't really use him. They were they went to Peyton Barber, and he put up over 100 yards. He, he got in the end zone once, too. And Derek Carr was able to kind of work off of that. When you run the ball 23 times, they – they got to keep that honest. And Derek Carr was able to take advantage of some great plays. And I, I don't know the exact number, but I'm pretty sure they are averaging nearly 500 yards per game, which is a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking yards. It's, it, you know what? It's more fun when John Gruden's good in the NFL, too. Uh, the Raiders, uh, the Raiders you know being good. Yeah, I like it. Ra- Raiders being good, sure. Uh, fuck Fuck John Gruden. He can go away anytime. Anytime. A little overrated I'm coach, kidding. but he's fun. He's fun. Uh, now, the other side of the ball, my boy, Jacoby Brissett, dude. Yeah. Leading like, him. Leading him into the battle. Now, right? Again, another one right there. I uh, I really, I really like. What? Tua tries to come back, and I say Jacoby keeps his job. Really? And they're going to give up on him? Tua's going to get the Josh Rosen treatment all over again? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. They're going to trade him, trade him around, and he's never really going to get an opportunity? Uh, he wasn't impressive. He really wasn't. I There was nothing that makes them keep Tua as opposed to Jacoby Brissett, who played his scared. ass off against uh undefeated Raiders team. I can't argue there. When do the Raiders play the Broncos? Because that's going to be 
like the game we all want. I I know you you think that, but I don't I don't know. I I I, I, I want to talk about Denver. I want to talk about Denver. All right, that's what I I want to. That next. We can do that next. But is there any? Right. We can. Uh, what else? Do you have any other things you want to touch up on this game? I mean, jo- Jacoby Brissett became both the first quarterback to complete a pass that ended in a safety. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so, whoopsie daisy. Yeah. He, uh, he, he got short time, man. He, he's been in this, he hasn't been taking first team reps like that. Give him us, give him some time. Give him some time. Some time. Yeah. All right. We'll go into the other AFC West matchup versus a AFC East opponent, the Broncos and Jets. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, let's let's get the Jets out of the way first. Okay. The Jets, Jets are fucking terrible. Jets suck so bad. Zach Wilson not it, doing great. Wow. Uh, I mean, it didn't look like it could get any worse than last week. Um, somehow though, it did. And uh, like, here's the here's the real crazy thing. For as anemic as the Jets were, they still weren't even the worst offense uh, of the week. I think that the the Jets are the Jets are it's just making it prove that playing quarterback in the NFL is really fucking hard. Like there are a lot of rookie quarterbacks struggling right now. And Zach Wilson I mean, is looking just about as bad as any of them there. As long as I'm with his, yeah, he does not look like the uh, like the stud that he was in the preseason. I realize it's preseason, but usually there is some carryover, right? He's looking and, pretty rough. Uh, he's looking more than pretty rough. He's looking god awful. Yeah, it, it busts potential. It's a bad system. He, they hired a defensive coach there too when they drafted quarterback second overall. Didn't make much sense. I, I don't know. And Adam Gase had to go, but this is not... I don't know if Salah is really winning over anyone there right now either. They couldn't run the ball either. And the Jets are god-awful. Yeah. Um, man, it, this is... Uh, you think like trying to decide who the top teams are is hard. Trying to decide the worst teams in the league is really hard right now. <laughs> Are we going to do that after this? Uh, after all these games, we'll give our top three and our worst three? Let's go for it. We'll do it after or right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 no. But later on. After. you got to get through everything After, first. yes. That's what but I'm saying. Now, to the defense of the Broncos. Yes. Really, that's, that's where it's at is the defense. This is the story. Uh, shit, dude. They're good. Are they, though? I, I want to say yes. Like, they, they they have played the best three weeks of football. Yes. They've, they're have they giving up only, like, eight points a game. They picked off Zach Wilson twice, I said earlier. They have played the easiest schedule and probably the three worst teams foreshadowing well, in the, like I said, the NFL. Like I said, though, they are doing it on defense more than – anything yes rather than offense yes and especially now denver is down a bunch of their main guys bradley chubb is hurt ronald darby is hurt jerry judy is hurt kj hamler uh 
is potentially out. He's done for like, the year. Just got just got that a little before the show. Oh, really? Okay, yep. well, there you have it. Like, that's terrifying, no? Yeah, they are losing. They are dropping like flies in Denver, for sure. I, I think that the team can be led by their defense, and they can sneak in a playoff spot. I don't think that... I still don't think they're. They, they might finish third in the NFC or in the. I keep saying NFC in the AFC West. I, I don't think that they're gonna be. They're gonna be like this throughout the season. I, I don't think so. I think there's someone's gonna catch them. They've played the Giants, the Jets, and the Jaguars. So. There's really not been. They haven't been tested. No, of course not. They, they they haven't played a team with a win. Well, oh, I didn't realize that. Well, they'll, they'll get that test next week. They play the Ravens. So that's going to be uh, a good game one side of the field. Maybe not both sides. Yes. But, you know, that'll be fun to, to watch that. Uh, okay, well, where do you want to roll to next? How about we go to uh, Saints-Patriots? Yeah, what happened there? We are <laughs> looking insanely wrong on the Saints, right? The Saints? Uh, we kind of up on them a little bit, and then the, that week one game happened, we're like, oh shit, the Saints. And now you have two weeks in a row that got progressively worse and worse. Dog, what's that about? The Saints' defense is scary legit. I, I think that they are, they're going to make them competitors for you know, a couple weeks in the season, they were getting after Mac Jones. I mean, they hit him 11 times, and they would not let him get the run game started. I I think that the Saints' defense is maybe a little underrated across the NFL. Um, they, they are a top-five defense, I think, in the league. And Jameis has to just not turn the ball over, and they put him in chance opportunities to win games. Uh, and not to mention having Alvin Kamara uh, touch the football is really where it's at because he he had that uh, he had that broken coverage play that literally led to a touchdown that started the whole goddamn game and uh, came up super clutch uh, right at the end in the fourth quarter. He had that 13 play 75 yard touchdown drive. Uh, the entire offense did like. Good job. Uh, really, uh, the only thing that had me a little worried is because they had a couple field goal misses, which is, you know, could be troublesome going forward, not having that solid uh, backbone, right? Yeah, that's absolutely. That's really where, where the championships are won is really on the reliance of uh, special teams. They're also now, doing this with no Michael Thomas, and they are really throwing to nobody. I mean, they are nobodies on this team that Jameis has to throw to. Marquez, Cal- or Marquez Callaway is their number one, and he is absolutely not a number one. They have, you know, Adam Troutman they just drafted, Jawan Johnson. Like, there's no one of any sort of star talent by any means that he's got, got to throw to. He does have Kamara in the backfield, but the Saints offense is definitely still a work in progress, and this is going to have to be a team that relies heavily on their defense. And as for the Patriots, 
their defense uh, looked a little spotty. And that's supposed to be carrying Mac Jones, too. And another guy who just really didn't get much time to do anything. Uh, the Patriots, it, it really, it'll be interesting to see where Jones goes forward. Like, he needs to shake off what just happened. He had three interceptions, and now he's going into arguably the big, biggest regular season game of the year with Tom Brady coming back to New England next week. That's going to be good. And, and not to mention, I mean, Tampa Bay is fucking Tampa Bay, and they are Super Bowl contenders, if not favorites. Um, Mac Jones needs to nut up. It's going to be a big moment for him. It is. And I, I like Mac Jones. I, I am. I do see some immediate potential out of him, and he's looked better than a lot of the guys that were drafted ahead of him and I think they can build something around him but they they got to protect him better because you you can't win many football games when you got guys in your face every third play and yeah it's uh it'll be interesting to see what they can do with him cuz I I think Mac Jones has potential to be pretty successful out of this draft. I I like what I'm seeing so far out of him and like only time will tell. Well, and I'm thinking, like, yeah, Cam Newton was going to do any better right now? Well, no, maybe. No. You, you don't know. No, I don't. You don't know. So. I don't think so. Give, give some love. Should we Should we get to your Should we get to your boy? Uh, are we talking about uh, also something that you can't win, which is 47 yards of offense? I don't know. I don't know what that reference was to. You don't know what that is? I don't think so. Who's my boy? Uh, I was thinking of Justin Herbert. Oh, okay. I was going with the other Justin. Who was that? Fields. Oh, that's your boy? Which one do you want to talk about? Which Justin do we talk about? Let's go. Let's go with the... No, no, no. Let's go with the negative Justin first. That way we can wash ourselves clean. Okay. Okay. We'll go Bears. We'll go Bears Browns. We'll go Bears Browns. So listen here. The Bears' total offense uh, had 47 yards, right? Hold up. It gets way worse because 16 of those yards came on the first play from David Montgomery. So realistically, the Bears had 31 total yards of offense outside of one play. They had just one drive of over 25 yards. They uh they had a sixty five yard drive which they got a field goal on. Uh, every other drive was at least twenty four yards or less, where they lost yards on some of those. Even uh, you could have cut the legendary kick of Justin Tucker in half, and it still would have been more yards uh, than uh, as I previously stated. That that is fucking that's insane. fucking nuts. They they couldn't do anything. I, I I listened to a whole bunch of different. Uh, like casts and predictions this week, so many of them had hate for the Browns and saying that the Bears were going to win. I'm sorry. I don't know what they thought. Uh, also, too, I'm putting my token on Matt Nagy. He's getting fired this year. Uh, I completely agree. I think Matt Nagy is definitely on the hot seat, and there should be the, he, did you see him say? Did you see? Did you see what he said? You did. Uh, did you see what he said about? 
<laughs> Did you see what he said about all three quarterbacks are in play next next week? Who's their other one? Oh, Nick, uh, Nick, Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick. Bring him what back. if he comes back? I I don't know what the hell is going on in Chicago. They Justin Fields looked terrible. He had no time. He was sacked nine times. The offense was completely abysmal the entire week, uh, the entire Sunday, and. Miles Garrett was a animal out there. Four and a half sacks for him. Like, holy shit. And I, I want to get into the offensive side for Cleveland. Uh, and let me, let me get to uh, defensive Cleveland, too. Speaking of uh, the game, did you know he played here? Jadavion Clowney? I have that written down. I have that one written down. See, we're on, this, we're on the same wavelength. Yes. We can't talk, and we know uh, which players we're going to talk about. Yes, I have uh, it written uh, down. This is where we call him Jadavion Clowney. Yeah. Some stupid shit like that. <laughs> I wish I was built like Jadavion Clowney for one day just to see what I could do. <laughs> like, honestly, just 6'5", 265 of, like, 3% body fat. Yeah, why not? That would be insane. Uh, and you know what? You're going to see it again uh, next week because the Browns are going to absolutely destroy the Vikings. Uh, as, you know, spoiler alert going forward. Okay. I think I think it's going to be another massacring uh, because that team is terrible. Well, then let's talk about the offense of the Browns. Do you think Baker Mayfield's been underwhelming this year for sure? Yes, absolutely. He He's been put on a pretty big stage with a team that is supposed to be really talented, looks really talented, and they are trying to legitimize their contention for a title. And Baker I, Mayfield is not playing to the standard that that needs to be. If I do remember, though, I believe he is playing hurt. Uh, yeah, a hand injury or something? Does that sound right? Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was a leg injury. Uh, I don't know. But I could be wrong on that. I I don't I don't know offhand. But I do believe he is playing hurt. Not to mention that offense is decimated with uh, targets too. Yeah, as really, well. All that you have is Kareem Hunt, and is, you have David Njoku. Is that the the tight end? Yeah, no. he's he's still there. And Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb showed up a little bit. Sure. He's... But Kareem, it was the main one was Kareem Hunt. He showed a lot of uh, dexterity because he was just getting beat up on that line and then getting a bunch of yards after contact. I, I like Kareem Hunt a lot. He uh, They do have a nice one-two punch between them. Um, I, I think the Browns are a good football team. I'm a little worried about Baker Mayfield to know if they're a great football team. That's what I That's what I think. No, no. They're, I, I won't give them great. They're above average. They're... Uh, they're I'll put them right on the verge of being great, but they're still under good. Okay, okay. Um, All right. Where do you put the Chargers? Where do you put the Chargers then on that hey, list? Yeah, I, you know what? I am slapping my hand because I should never have doubted Justin Herbert. I told you he was going to be a playmaker, and damn it. Justin Herbert is showing up Patrick Mahomes that's a pretty big deal and that's only the second time he's played him and that's where he made his debut obviously what a game from Justin Herbert and he could really be a future 
Hall of Famer if he continues doing crazy shit like this. I love Justin Herbert coming out of Oregon. I, I thought he was going to be a great fucking player. And when the Chargers drafted him, I was like, sneaky good move. Yeah. And it's looking... He's looking to be really fucking good, man. Sneaky move, Mike Williams to the Chargers? He's been an animal this entire season, too. Mike Williams, I think he has like five touchdowns or something like that already. Yeah, No, he has 22 catches, four touchdowns from Justin Herbert. So he is yeah. loving him through three that's weeks his, right now. That's his favorite target, man. They like, have been in sync. It is. It could, it could become a really nice duo. I think a big portion of that, though, has to go to Brandon Staley. He has been playing, uh, coaching very aggressively, too. And, you know, that is catching teams off guard. I don't think they're prepared for the fact that, you know, he's going to be uh, going for it on fourth down in a random situation. He's going to be doing a bunch of blitzes uh, and, you know, again, catching offensive uh, offenses off guard. And that showed because the the Chargers had four takeaways yesterday. Like shit. Yeah. The, how, it was, how are you supposed to win? It was very sloppy play on the other side for Kansas City, and very uncharacteristic of them. And our, our guy Andy Reid sent to the hospital after the game. Hopefully, he's all good. As far as I know, he's all good. Uh, I did not know that. You didn't know that. No. You didn't oh, see I, that? It was all over the place. No, because it was all being taken up by the fact that Josh Gordon signed with the Chiefs. Josh Gordon did sign with the Chiefs today. What a, what a guy. Comeback is real again. Uh, really? <laughs> that Chiefs, though, should be looking at Richard Sherman because their defense is the worst. It's not very good. and It's so bad. There is... There, there's no, there's like Tyron Matthew has to be all over the field for them to make any plays. They, they have no one else who can make plays. I mean, Daniel Sorensen, Nick Bolton, Legarius Sneed. Like this is, there's no, there's no guys here that are playmakers. They get, they have a bunch of mid-level players all on that defense of their stacked side of offense. That is the all-star team but when that doesn't show up and you still have this crap defense it exposes you yeah you know what it's like you said it's playmakers they have fine players it's not great in fact I, they are below average but you know what could easily adjust that is by getting any type of takeaways they didn't have any and when it's a four to, to nothing ratio how the fuck do you expect to win the fact that they were able to keep they're uh, themselves so close, though. I, I thought for sure Mahomes was going to uh, take that win away from the Chargers. He, he the didn't Chargers even throw it that left. far. He didn't even throw it that far on the Hail Mary. Didn't even get to the end zone. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I thought that he had some throws in there that were like, what the hell is Patrick Mahomes doing? He never does this. Um, back to back. Yeah. He, he, he he's two fourth quarter interceptions that's that's pretty crazy man i and he's like been the, statistically uh, like nuts in september the first two years so yeah he, he's definitely getting figured out maybe a little bit and teams are just taking away tyree kill after he went stupid week one too so they 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 just realize yeah play a high safety against them and 
don't let him beat you because he's way too fast. Can't do anything else. But it's worked. So what uh what should we hop on next? Let's go to some more ridiculous and stupid shit. Uh how about Seahawks and Vikings? Dude, um should the Vikings be three and oh? No. I mean they lost by field goals last second to Arizona and then they missed the 37 yard of the, the week before and they whooped Seattle. Uh, and that was also without Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Alexander right. Madison picked up right where he left off. Yeah, and uh, I'm still not taking uh, my foot off of the gas pedal with Seattle. I think Seattle can find themselves uh, going forward into the, the second half or the, even the middle of the season. But yeah, it was not a good performance, man. It was it, it's really apparent that Russell Wilson is carrying that franchise for anything that it has. I mean, DK and Tyler Lockett are the only two weapons he really has. Chris Carson, he's been healthy now, but he's been very unhealthy in the past. The the offense is very like oh shit let's make a play happen they they don't really seem like they have any sort of formation or anything it's it's russell wilson has to do something and pull a rabbit out of his ass every single play otherwise nothing happens i'm surprised you're even talking about the offense that defense is bad it's not good yeah yeah we were kind of or not we but a lot of pundits were talking about how old after the first week Oh, the Legion of Boom is back. And now, uh, no. Speaking of bad defenses, this is the uh, Kansas City Chiefs of the NFC, yeah, my people. That, that's fair. secondary is awful in Seattle. Uh, do you why, think why that, do, do you think that um, Russell Wilson rumors could heat up after this season? It, it all depends on how much they want to give Wilson and I mean that in the free agent market they need to uh, they need to find some people they need to find an offensive line they need to find pretty much an entire which I feel like we're saying every year for Seattle that they need another offensive line I don't know who would they draft this year who's their first round draft pick was it a defensive lineman Uh, I can't I can't remember off the top of my head I would say Uh, something on defense uh, I'll, I'll talk about here you you go ahead look it up um but meanwhile on the other side Kirk Cousins looked pretty legit now for the last couple weeks um didn't get the victory last week but did this week now and Justin Jefferson back big bounce back game for him as well I think the Vikings are better than the Bears I would say that they will be a problem for us maybe one game this year yeah i think you're being awfully generous about mm, that. i don't know it's gonna They're be a divisional game and the vikings they they got some good guys that can get some pressure daniel hunter yeah, can get some work. pressure eric kendricks flies around the field i mean he's always on he's always on the ball it doesn't matter he's always there uh, as pete carroll said seattle's first round pick was jamal adams uh Officially, their first pick was a round two, pick 56, Dwayne Eskridge, mm. wide receiver out of Western Michigan. Try to get him some weapons. 
Try to get him some uh, weapons. Yeah, yeah, sure. Alright, we have... Where are we at here? Hold on, hold on, I'm still farting. Oh, oh, okay. Now I have to wipe off my screen. Fair enough. We're at, like, 51, so we got a couple games left still. That's a pretty good time. Let's go to a more uneventful one, maybe? We'll go Bengals-Steelers. Uh, I just want to say, super pat on the back right here. You did call <laughs> this? I knew that that was going to be upset game of the week. And not only was it upset, it was pretty much a shellacking. It See, was. It was, it was more ass-kicking. Yeah. yeah. They suck, dude. No, what the Steelers the are frauds. Steelers are frauds. And... They are just relying way too much on Big Ben, dude. Big Ben threw 58 passes. Why is he throwing that much? He's not any good. Uh, also, the love and admiration of Chase Claypool just keeps, like, going away. Remember how much, like, people are like, Chase Claypool! And bringing out every Chad and Brad in the fucking, like, stadium. And now it's like, uh, hey Chase, your 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 name is Chase. Get your Paw Patrol ass out of here. Mm. Uh, also, spending a first round pick on Najee Harris to get you two point nine yards of carry against the Bengals. Yikes! You don't spend first round picks on running backs. Sorry. It was yeah. it was a little bit. I I he he had a couple of good he had a good game last week, but not really good this week um the other first rounder though jamar chase on the other side looks like he is having no problems catching nfl footballs at all yeah and joe burrow's looking impressive too i mean he's kind of coming to form i'm glad to see him back on uh on the field it, what i'm really happy with is the protection for joe burrow because they provided a pretty solid line they looked really good against the Steelers. Yeah, I think he only got hit twice. They didn't drop back that many times. Joe Mixon handled a lot of the load, too. But Joe Burrow, he, he only got hit twice. And that's really good off a guy who's coming off the ACL injury and you don't want him to get any more banged up than he already has already in his short NFL career. But as far as the young quarterback situation, I think the Bengals are way ahead of the game compared to other teams i think they oh, would be very how about, how about just compared to the sealers who the what Dwayne haskins is your guy going forward nah they they should have invested because you know as much as you you like them uh ben is old He's yeah old and this is definitely this has to be the last year this is the retirement tour i i don't i don't like the steelers this year at all uh juju's very overrated uh, Chase Claypool as well, overrated. The and whole team. Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd's trying to start some shit, saying that the Steelers gave up. I I don't like the team. I don't think they. I don't think they're anything special. They're very vanilla on top of it. It and I think it's just Mike Tomlin's system that we're so used to. At the same time, now I I want to see him with a new quarterback. I want to see him with a new quarterback. I I want to see if he can adapt a new game or get a new coach in to fit him, but Big Ben's time has got to be getting close to done in Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm also not saying that he's on the hot seat, but how much longer do you think Mike Tomlin has? Mike Tomlin's, like, got to stay. He's the, probably the most – is he the most tenured after Bill? I would assume. 
assume. Yeah, so. that, that that's probably right. He's still pretty young. Uh, he's not sixty. No, but a change of scenery would do him wonders. Uh, <sighs> also, he keeps underperforming. Like he he gets the Steelers, maybe gets the Steelers to the playoffs. Uh, you know, recently. They haven't been. I mean, yeah, they were there last year, right? Yeah, but, but they were first round exit to the Browns. Yeah, and they they went on that uh, eight eight run eight game winning streak. I think it right? was eleven. I think, I think they might have been eleven or twelve and zero. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, no. That seems crazy. Yeah, they were. But, but they they never perform when they need to anymore, and maybe that's because of Ben Roethlisberger and his age, but. Uh, again, that's. I think it's something to be said. I I agree. We got two dumpster fire games left, and then we get to Sunday night. Uh, heads or tails? Uh, Arizona and Jacksonville. Okay, Arizona and Jacksonville. Which one was that? Heads or tails? That was tails. Oh. Okay. So I'm gonna say that that's because Jaguars have tails. Um, uh, yeah, and the Jaguars look like the stuff that comes from the behind of Jaguars. Oh my gosh. Trevor Lawrence, man. You are having a rough start for a number one pick. It is uh, bad. Again, again, not saying he's going to be a bust, but I called this, man. It's definitely struggles. You called the Jaguars struggles. I will ask this now. Are they going to break the losing streak record? Because they're at 18, and I think the record is... 26 or 29 i don't i don't know i'd have to see the rest of their season going forward but it's very possible because you know they're they're they lost they won week one last year and then they lost 15 in a row and now three in a row to start this off they're right on pace to do it and there's Uh, more games this year my favorite play of the entire week three like season Week three season, I don't know. The entire, all of the week three was the Trevor Lawrence flea flicker interception pick six. That Tell was me that wasn't a fucking awesome. Where, play. what the fuck was he doing, <laughs> man? Uh, Just also, chucking it. Uh, also, did I not tell you last week that Urban Meyer is going to be gone? I don't think he's going to USC. I, I really don't. I think he's going. I think he's gone again. Hot seat token right there. I want player. I want Mike Tomlin to go to USC now, now that you said that. That would just be fun. But I think he's more into coaching men. You know what I mean? He, uh, yeah, he's not really like a inspire young men. He's more of like, I want some grown-ass men to teach. Uh, well, in, at least the Jaguars have the record-tying 109-yard touchdown uh, from the 68-yard field goal attempt. Well, they're lucky Jamal Agnew is on their team because he's the only reason they're getting any publicity. He returned a kick last week and then the kick six this week. Uh, he's electric. He was like that in Detroit. And he's the only thing positive at all about Jacksonville right now. The team is atrocious. They just traded away their 2020 first-round pick, like you said, C.J. Anderson. And Trevor Lawrence... Seven picks already in three weeks of football. Yikes, dude! I I don't know what how Four how turnovers on the day altogether though. Like, good God! And AJ Green was relevant again. He had a big day for Arizona. Yeah, five catches, hundred twelve yards. Christian Kirk two seven catches for hundred and four. And you know what? They needed it because D Hop was not feeling. 
so hot with uh, he had some rib issues going Arizona, on. Arizona Arizona is a good team, man. I I really think that they are they are contenders in that division as well too. And that NFC West is super fun. There there's a lot of good teams over there and Kyler Murray he he's going to have that he's I really hope that he doesn't hit that bump in the road like he did last year we saw that wall. Yeah, yeah he he really crashed after that he was an mvp front runner pretty much up until about week seven maybe week eight week and eight is what i remember I and you know now he's off to a great start three and oh in arizona i i hope he can continue it because i really enjoy watching arizona play and they're 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 a lot of fun and he's a great athlete so here's how kyler murray does it he needs to prepare for his first loss, right? Because that's where uh, Kyler kind of lost it last year, is that he had a bad game, and after that he was never able to recover, and the, it showed throughout the rest of the season. Can he handle that adversity? That's how, that's how I think of this game, or think of his game, rather. And that will be that will be my decision making for Kyler Murray in the MVP race. Okay, I I, I agree. I, I think that he he can definitely be in that category in that echelon of player. He's gotta he's gotta show what he can do through the adversity to earn it. Yeah, I'm all about it. All about it. All right, are we ready for a game that no one cares about? Falcons Giants. These teams suck, dude. These oh, teams suck. Boy. Who cares? Who watched this game? No one watched this game. Uh, did you enjoy Kyle Pitts actually getting some yards? Sure, but the Who Falcons suck. The Falcon, the, Matt Ryan looks so old, man. And the Giants have no offensive star power uh, again with Saquon Barkley being irrelevant for now the third week. Boss! And Daniel Jones is now their Lamar Jackson. I mean, he really is. He he is got to do everything for that team. There's the receivers are so hit or miss. Kenny Galladay. Do you want him? Do do you like the signing right now? It looks pretty useless. I think that I'm gonna put the Giants in my bottom three teams. I'm gonna do those right now since we're. I'll do it before the Packers segment. Giants, Jets, and Jaguars. If I had to go particular order, I think I would go Giants are the third worst team in the NFL. Okay, Giants, Jets, Jaguars. So we're just going with the Jets the, the entire way through? All right, I see how it is. I don't think you can uh, disagree with those three. Uh, I think you're right. I think that's a pretty safe bet. I, yeah, you know what? Because I, I, the only thing I was debating, you know what? No, I'm gonna put Washington in there. Really? Washington is bad. They won. Dude. They have a win. I I get it, but that was against the the Giants, right? Also. I I'm going. Fuck. I don't know. Now you're making me question everything. Yeah. I really want to put. I, I would love to put the Lions in there, too, but they play with so much goddamn heart that it's like, 
I almost am rooting for Jared Goff. I'm almost rooting for Jared Goff. He's fun. Sure. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know what? Giants, Jets, Jaguars. Those are the three worst teams. Those are the three worst teams. Yeah. Uh, Specifically, 3-2-1, Giants, Jaguars, Jets. Yes. Yes. That's what I have. But Jaguars could easily take that number one spot. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Let's get in. I don't. I have nothing else for this game. There, like, I don't. I don't care about don't either of these. Want to talk about it. Yeah, I, I don't it care. It could have been won by Adoree Jackson getting that interception. He decided to just kind of like, like block. What are they like swipe shot deals and like didn't really give it his all on the catch uh, or potential catch. So fuck them. That's all I got. Game of the week. Games of the week. We'll go with these last two. Rams Bucks. This was wild. An amazing watch in the middle of the day. I think that my first thoughts after this game. My number one is is Deshaun Jackson back because he is making some big plays. You know, over the last few weeks, and he's just a deep threat now for Matt Stafford, and he's fast still, I guess. They need they need that wide receiving core because they have no uh, run game right now, which could be potentially bad for them going forward. But you know, I, I think that's just you know little stuff right now. Sean McVay is a master coach he comes up with great plays and i think he changes it fairly regularly it feels like uh because there's a lot of stuff that you're just not seeing week to week like oh what is this oh you know well there's a lot of other dudes that would just be like using the same stuff the mike mccarthy method of like i have seven plays that i run constantly i really like um matt stafford and his offense they they've really made they've look at what they've done to cooper cup i mean cooper cup is the best receiver in the nfl right now out of nowhere he had some good games and appearances he's had some health problems in the back in the past but he is the offense runs through cooper cup right now they want to get him the ball and they want him to be making the plays for him and matt stafford's been doing that job and he's finding other guys in the process too Cooper Cup is the new Adam Thielen. Yes. Mid-range monster, just grabbing shit, and then eventually that opens it up for either uh, Deshaun Jackson or Robert Woods to get a nice play. They they have a really nice system going in L.A., and Aaron Donald is the scariest fucking dude in the NFL. I don't care if there's a six foot eight, 380-pound lineman. I don't want to go up against Aaron Donald. He's so good at football. He, he's just a monster that looks like he could pick me up and rip me in half. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, is he your – I think we did this. He's like our number one guy not to beat in an alley. He's got to be number one. He's got to be. He, he, I'm, I don't want to face him. I really – he's so fast on top of it. And he really made – that Bucks O line that's been 
considered pretty good. He was definitely a disruption on the field. If you're what you what got to watch the game for the whole impact of Aaron Donald. He's so good, and it really showed that Tom Brady is 44 years old and he's still carrying teams. Like he is the best player on Tampa Bay, and well, of course he he but... he is. Now, I, again, I said this last week. I think this is one of those games that Tom Brady just was like, it's a game. If we lose, whatever. Like, he's playing 100% at, like, 70%. I said he's going to use this now as motivation to beat them in the NFC Championship. I, I'm just saying, does that make sense, though? Yeah. I, I feel like that makes sense. Like, of course, Tom Brady's giving it his, quote, all. But at the same point, he doesn't give two fucks about this game. No. And, uh... Uh, also, too, something to be said, the Bucks' defense does not look as dominant as it did last year. No, and it I, was getting over. It was getting beat over the top a lot. And you remember they were doing a great job of containing Tyree Kill in the Super Bowl. That was like right after our first episode, and, and they did and not they have, do the same today or Sunday. And they have three sacks on the season. And really, they only have two because one of them came in garbage time yesterday. Uh, I, I, that's a problem. Because, like, I, I would bet you through the first two games of last season, they acquired far more than just two sacks. Absolutely. And they got to stay healthy because Gronk and AB are old. They're good, but they are old. And they were getting beat up. Uh, Gronk took a nasty shot to the ribs yesterday. Came back off of it, but obviously it slowed him down of some sort. And they, they, they were really kind of tailing away from Mike Evans and Chris Godwin because they're trying to get the ball to those older guys who Tom Brady obviously trusts more and is more comfortable throwing them the ball. But he's got to realize he's got playmakers all over for him. I don't and even think Antonio Brown was playing. No, he yesterday. he's already been banged up. That's what I'm saying now. Yeah. With, with Gronk getting hit yesterday hard now, NAB, he's going to have to learn how to open his trust up a little bit and get that ball out but their team is stacked so i'm well, not worried about Tampa at all I, again i'm a little worried about the defense uh jpp is out right now they lost another cornerback with jamel dean going down to injury yet that opens up some things in the defense man uh, that seems to be like the big problem with many of these uh top teams is secondary uh now transitioning what doesn't seem to be a problem with secondary is the Green Bay Packers. I want to say and that. Offensive line, uh, I will say, despite you know Tyler Lancaster coming through yesterday or Ty Summers, sorry. I'm gonna tell you right now. Shifting over to the Packers. That was the most impressive win I've seen for the Packers in a while. That's but, a big statement. Win. That was a very impressive win. I thought they played. Pretty well on both sides of the ball. Rodgers looked good. Devontae looked great. That was his game up until the last three seconds. But I really was impressed. MVS. MVS had a good game. I I was very impressed. Um, Hello, that Devondre Campbell signing is looking nuts right now for Green Bay. He's all over the field. The game was not going their way, and I still think the best team won. I mean, the, the that's another thing I haven't talked about in 
any of the games yet because I wanted to bring it up during Green Bay. The officiating in the NFL is fucking terrible this year. Terrible. Dude, it was so bad. It was awful. And uh, I, there's, it, it's like Kevin King, who did not play. Thankfully. Yesterday. Thankfully. 1-0 and since okay, Kevin but King. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think... Kevin King took off his green and gold and put on black and white and started officiating because that's how fucking terrible it was. It was so bad. They tried to kill Devontae Adams in the middle of the game. They were not letting Eric Stokes breathe on anyone. It was an atrocious game from the officials. And there was some on the other side that didn't go the right way as well. Yeah, I'm about to say, it, it did go both ways. It definitely towards the Packers getting fucked. Uh, you know, thank God they didn't. But, you know, I, I want to say one thing. First of all, I'm going to give some props to the offensive line. Great who, day. Uh, outside of, what what the fuck was his name? Yish Najani? Najini? Najman. 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 He sucked. Hold up, hold up. He only let Nick Bosa get through once. Yeah. Give him some some credit. He man. didn't suck. Because he 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 was making drink. he was making some mistakes in the beginning of the game, and he was getting his name called a lot. And then Nick Bosa embarrassed him a couple times, and that was it. Yeah, he embarrassed him once. He, Nick Bosa had one sack on the night. Are, are you telling me that you expected that? I would have bet the over under at three and a half. Mm. That's a lot. That the the O line has looked terrible. That was but that was a very good game no, altogether. Uh, for the weekend, P, uh, PFF graded John Runyon as I think the second best offensive lineman. I I think that fantastic. yeah they they definitely took a step forward in week three. I'm very happy with going into San Francisco. And Jimmy Garoppolo looked terrible. When Trey Lance came on the field, I was shitting my pants every time. He and... brought him back, though. What? Jimmy, Jimmy G brought him back in that fourth, uh, second half. Yeah. So give him some props there. On a BS call. I mean, they shouldn't have been in this spot anyway, just to be fair. I get, I get But that. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, is that realistically like another Hail Mary? Uh, uh, no. No, it's no. not. No, uh, it was no, a I'm big throw. It was another big throw. The, the reason why you can't give it that is because there weren't the number of guys there. Right? Okay. There was two dudes. Yeah. And, and that that goes into my other point, though. Aaron Rodgers has a problem. He is obsessed with Devontae Adams. Now, if there's anyone to be obsessed with, it's the best wide receiver in the league, or arguably the best wide receiver. I'm okay with that. But... On the targeting side, not even completions, Aaron Rodgers targeted Devontae Adams 56.3% of the time. That is bad. I think he was realizing that he had a little bit of a mismatch, but they started covering over top, and that's where you saw him have that scary hit happen to him. And I am, I think... All of us are beyond thankful that that's it was just a stinger for like two plays because it looked like he died. I mean, yes. he was out. That was a terrible call missed in the game that 
was just obviously helmet to helmet, but the ref was in a terrible spot to see it. It feels it feels like the officiating has not recovered since the referee strike from what, however long ago. Like that 2016 was. or something, maybe? Uh, it felt like it was even longer than that. Is it really but been longer? I, I feel like it, it has not recovered since then. Uh, we still are talking about officiating being terrible. And 2014 it was? Maybe, maybe 2014. Uh, we're still talking about it every year, about how bad officiating is at week to week now. It's and it's maybe, getting pretty bad. Maybe we're just toned uh, into it a little, tuned into it a little bit more because of the fact we had that that year with replacement refs, and so now our body just instinctively wants to go like, <gasps> look at that, look how awful that call was, or the lack of call. Blah. But man. Rogers needs to learn to distribute. I can and I can get behind that. I can get behind it that. It caused them to lose the game. I, I mean, it, it did cause them to lose the NFC Championship last year. Yeah, I remember that. To an that. extent. Yep. To an extent. Yes. And uh, fucker needs to fix it up. All right, who are your three best teams in the NFL? Best teams in the NFL. Okay, uh, you, you go first. You have your shit ready. Okay, I should I go from three to one? Sure. Okay, so that's a little harder because three is a rough one. I'll say that biggest surprises, I would put like Denver and uh, Vegas there. They've been really great. But for as for the third best team in the NFL, what I truly think right now, I would say the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. I would say the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. All right. I think that they are probably the best team in the AFC right now. I think the AFC, I, I think the Bills can beat the Chiefs. I think the Ravens are a decent answer, but I think that, they're really banged up, and it's going to take a lot of Lamar Jackson this year, and that's scary. Chargers. Chargers are rising. I think the Browns are rising as well, too. But for number three, I'll just say Buffalo. All right. For number two, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. I think – Yeah. I think they're right. still – there's no reason to not still be in love with Tampa Bay. They have a great team. And I think they're going to be – their only loss so far is to my number one team. I think the Rams are the best team right now. Defense yeah. looks very dynamic. The offense as well. Matt Stafford is, through three weeks, the MVP. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. I can definitely see that. Um, I'm going to go with number three being Carolina. Right now – they're doing nothing to make me concerned. They're 3-0. and I realize that they don't have the best of wins, you know, against teams, I should say. But they embarrass the Saints, and the Saints are no slouch of a team. Mm. I, I, think, I think that is something to be said. And it, it's hard not to give them some props when they're 3-0. and That's pretty high. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Wow. I know that's big. I know that's big, but the Chargers are look really good. They should not uh, have lost to Dallas last week. 
I think that they that was a game that they gave to Dallas when it should have been theirs. They should be three and zero. Eh, guess not. And then number one though, you're right. It's the Rams. The Rams are too good to pass up. And I, until I see something waver, I'm still gonna put all my chips in on the Rams. All right, we're in agreement. Let's uh, get these games up. Um, Monday Night Football will be our first one, member. Yes, sir. Uh, do you have the games up already? I do. All right, why don't you go also, through? Let's go through them. Uh, also, after last week, I was ten and six. You were eleven and five. So bringing our season totals to twenty six and fourteen. We're tied. We are tied. All right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, had, I'm gonna I, pull I went up for a couple big ones, and uh, you got lucky on that Atlanta New York Giants. Hey, <laughs> let's go Falcons. <laughs> big Matty Ice guy. Uh, did you see Matty uh, Ice? Did you see Matt Ryan in the commercial with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Ice T for Tide Cold because of yes. Stone Cold? And they've been doing that for a minute. Gross. Um, also, another one that got you some love was the L.A. Rams over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Good call there. I, I'm telling you, they're good, man. I, You know what? Again, I, I said it last week. I felt like that was a game that Tom Brady could drop in. But, eh, oh well. Shit happens. Let's go. All right. Week four, Philadelphia versus Dallas. Well, that's still week three. But well, it's Monday you know night. It's this Monday night. I, um, they're in the Jerry Dome. I think Dallas is a way better team. I I don't think I think Philadelphia is some people are like they could be sneaky. I think they're going to be bad this year. I'm not really thinking Philadelphia is anything. I'm going to go Dallas all day. Uh, I too am going Dallas. I don't see any reason to doubt them. I, I like Philly. I, I'm not saying that they're the the shits, but. They're certainly not winning the division. Good. I, you know what, though? Tell me they can't be second in the a, uh, NFC East. Um, yeah, God. Yeah, I guess. Fuck, unless Washington decides to show me something. And you already know how much I feel about Daniel Jones. Fuck that guy. He's not good either. All right, next up, Jacksonville versus Cincinnati. On Thursday night, this is like a very typical Thursday night matchup from a couple... Garbage! Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Do you think that now is a good time to bet on Trevor Lawrence getting a win? I don't think so. No. I think it's no. a terrible time. So Again, It's not Trevor Lawrence getting a win. It's Urban Meyer getting a win. Exactly. And, and the... The, the Bengals realistically could be 3-0. and I mean, they they were three passes away in Chicago. They threw three interceptions in a row. They almost brought it back. I'm going to go Bengals over Jacksonville. I, too, am going Bengals. I think Joe Burrow is going to have another big game. He's at home. I mean, how, how do you bet against him? Of course, I say that now that 100% means Jacksonville is just going to – they very well could win. These teams are both meh. Uh, speaking of terrible, Tennessee versus the New York Jets. Um, uh, I'll, I'll take – I'll do this. Can I this. take this for you? Can I just say that this is a Tennessee win? I'll guarantee it by 21 points. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you want me to put that down? Yeah. Well, that can be – can I go like a bonus point? You can do a bonus point one too. All right. Wherever then. All right. He bets. 
Pie 21. <laughs> and I'll get right. I'll get an extra point or I can lose that extra point, sure. Alright, sounds good to me. Alright. It can be a wash if I get like the Titans win and then they lose. Alright, Kansas City versus Philadelphia. Um, yeah. Kansas City all day. Again, Philadelphia, I'm not I, I don't think Kansas City is gotta be in too much worry. The team's still really good. They have all these weapons on offense that are gonna get open. They're gonna make plays. Travis Kelsey had a hundred yards. Of course he did. He played in the game. He always has a hundred yards. They they're gonna they're gonna find their ways to get open. Mahomes has to settle down because the last two weeks he has not looked like himself, but I'm gonna take the Chiefs this week. This is a Pat Mahomes revenge game. He has not one but two shitty performances uh, on his shoulders. He is going to wreck Philadelphia. Mm, right? Okay. Yeah, I, I could see uh, it. All right. Now we finally have some competition. Carolina versus Dallas. Dude, the, we I, we're a little cheated because we don't have three games worth of Dallas. We only have the two games. And Carolina, we have three games. It'll be a lot to see tonight. I want, I'm going to keep riding my Carolina Panthers because I think they've been my – I said they were going to be an exciting team to watch, and they have. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of weapons on that team. McCaffrey goes down, so we'll have to see what they can do and maneuver with that. And it might include having Sam Darnold even take a bigger role. So I'm excited to see it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Carolina. All right, all right. I'm going to be different. I'm taking Dallas. I think Dak Prescott, being at home, is going to fluster Sam Darnold. Uh, I think the defense falters a little bit because they're just going to constantly be on the field. They're going to get tired really fast. Okay. And uh, for as bad as I think Dallas's defense is, their offense is still fairly potent, right? Yeah. Uh, Amari Cooper – Michael Gallup. I think that's going to CD be Lamb. target. Yeah, CD Lamb. That's going to be where it's at. Okay, next up, more garbage. New York Giants versus the New Orleans Saints. I don't think you can take the Giants at all. They're in my bottom three teams, like I said. I think that the Saints' defense is legit, and that... New York Giants offense might not have 200 yards altogether. So I'm going to go with the Saints. Uh, I foolishly put my stock on the Giants last week, and I thoroughly regretted that. So uh, I don't know if I put give a win to the Giants at all for the rest of the season. Mm, okay. I think it's almost a guarantee. So you'll predict they they're going to predict they're going 0 and 17 right now. Uh no, I'm just saying that I'm not betting on the Giants at all. <laughs> uh yeah, I I I can see them winning. I just don't want to. Do they play the Jets this year? Cuz that that might be their only hope. Or the Jags. Uh I still might take the Jags. Mm. All right, Cleveland at Minnesota. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good game. Sneaky good game. I'm telling you, Minnesota has been robbed the last two weeks before this, kind of. Um, they had a good win against Seattle. I'm going to say Cleveland, but I would say barely, like 23-20 kind of deal. All right. I also have Cleveland. I think this is going to be a more concise victory than you think it is, mm. but we'll kind of have to wait and see. 
All right, more garbage. Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Lions. I, I, ah! I I'm gonna go with the Lions. I, I, I think that Dan Campbell's gonna get that heart out to those guys this week, and. Heart. I think he said hard. No, heart. <laughs> and Jared Goff is going to get his first win as a Lions quarterback against the Bears, who looked terrible last week. I think this is also a game that the, the Lions win. I'm feeling really good about it. I won't say it's uh, like going to be anything super crazy, but... Um... They've just yeah. been screwed over three weeks in a row. They're well, they're bound to get no, lucky. They've been Detroited. Is what yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, Houston at Buffalo. Oh dear God. This is a rough week of football. I mean, is there is is Houston on upset watch? No, they're not going to do anything. I, I'm taking I, Buffalo. Yeah. I think they're like I said, they're a very good team. I think they're the best team in the AFC, and I'm going to say they'll. Beat them again by a good amount. Two touchdowns, maybe, probably. Uh, I was, you know, you had your plus 21. This is my plus 21 okay. game. Uh, Buffalo is just going to demolish Houston. It's in Buffalo. Uh, this is going to be bad. We will, All right. yeah, we'll do a plus 21 every week now. And if there is no team that wins by 21 or more, then it's a push. <laughs> right. Uh Indianapolis Colts versus the Miami Dolphins. <sighs> this is uh this, this is, is a... just the mediocrest game ever. Is that is that even the most mediocre? Is that how you'd say it? I think that's the right way to say it. Yeah, and I think that's the perfect way to describe it. I I um I I guess I'll take the Colts. I'll I'll believe in Carson Wentz to lead them past the Dolphins, who have Jacoby Brissett right now. He'll have another week of first-team reps, but I don't know. He's a backup quarterback. Carson Wentz has got to be backup quarterbacks. Jacoby Brissett revenge game, though, too. That's where I'm putting all my marbles in. Give me Jacoby Brissett. Give me the Dolphins. I think, uh, I think this is going to be a very telling game for both teams. All right. You ready for this trash heap? <laughs> Fuck me! Washington football team versus the Atlanta Falcons. Dude. Washington football team better put up some damn points in fantasy this week. I, they're playing a dog shit team. If Washington football team doesn't beat Atlanta, I will not bet on them the rest of the year. <laughs> Washington football team beating the Falcons. Uh, yeah. I... I... Fuck, I don't know where I'm going to go with this one. This is just difficult. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go with Atlanta. I, I really don't want to, but I, I just think Washington is so bad. Sometimes we got to do things we don't like. I, I don't blame you. This, this is upset? I don't even fucking know. Uh, I'm upset awful. watching this game. That's, there, there you go. Yes. 100%. Yes. I am upset watching this game. Okay. Seattle versus San Francisco. A little bit. That's a pretty good one later on in the day. Um, I I don't know. Is it in – where is it? Is it in Seattle? San, San Francisco. 
I think I'm going to take the Niners. I, I don't know. I think the Seahawks losing to the Vikings pretty convincingly last week was not helping their case. 49ers front seven was definitely trying to get after Aaron Rodgers. And with a really bad O-line in Seattle, they're going to tear him up, I think. Uh, I am going with the 49ers as well. They have some momentum going in. They had a very close game. Seattle looked bad last week, and they got beat bad. So I, I, I think... I think I gotta go with San Francisco with this one. That's it's just the obvious answer. San Francisco didn't even play a bad game really against Green Bay, and they had a couple bad plays, obviously. But they're still a very good football team, and I don't know if Seattle's a good football team. All right, next up it's Arizona versus the L.A. Rams. Both undefeated. Um, Arizona's three and zero, LA's three and zero, but SoFi Stadium gets pretty hype for the Rams, and they're playing at home. And I'm gonna keep riding the Rams train. It's it's four and zero for LA Rams start the season. Uh, it's pretty hard not to pick the Rams. I I, I think I, I think they're just too damn good, really. Uh, and as much as I'd love to put some money on Kyler. Uh, this might be that game that we talked about earlier where Kyler is going to lose and then he's going to have to kind of overcome that adversity. I could see that as well because this is, this is a tough opponent for Kyler. and Or the opposite, it could really bo- boost his MVP status if he comes away with a big win. 100%. Yes. This is, this is that MVP frontrunner game right mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, it's uh, Pittsburgh versus Green Bay. Dude, Green Bay, you come off one of your most impressive wins in years. Honestly, years, I think. And especially a regular season win. You better come and bounce back and get another one. Because I I don't know if there's ever going to be a game I'm going to bet against you because I am too much of a homer right now to do it. But I'm picking Green Bay confidently against Pittsburgh. This one's pretty easy to me. I think Pittsburgh is, like we said, they're frauds. Uh, They are not good. And the more and more I watch them, the more I realize that, like, they need to just go into rebuild mode. And Um, and if the Packers defense can just play like that every week, I'll be okay with it. They don't need to win games. They just need to hold them down. Yes. All right, next up, it's Baltimore versus Denver. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good game. This is going to test Denver to see how they are. I think Baltimore's better. I do. (laughs) I think that Denver has played the three easiest teams. I'm not sold on them yet. The teams literally have been some of the worst teams we've seen to start a season with a quarterback experience of only Daniel Jones' resume. Um... I'm going to say the Ravens are going to beat the undefeated Broncos. Uh, This is my eek out game. You had that earlier. Uh, I think Baltimore does win. I I don't think that Denver has the firepower right now to win. And now I will say if they had all those injuries that I stated earlier in the podcast, you know, Ronald Darby, uh, Bradley Chubb, Jerry Judy, what was that? KJ, KJ Hamler. Yeah, if they had those guys, 
I probably would have put my cards in on Denver. But because of that, I, I don't think that they win. All right. That kind of hurts me because I love Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio? And then uh, the, the absolutely horribly advertised game of Tampa Bay versus New England. Did you see that shit? Uh, during Sunday night? They were doing Adele and... <laughs> so fucking bad. I... Hello, it's <laughs> me. It's, yeah, it's me, Tom Brady. I'm here to knock on Bill's door. I won the divorce. I'm going to continue to win the divorce by going back and getting custody of the second child... And that is just a victory straight up against you. The first child was the Super Bowl ring, and the second child is winning this game head-to-head in Foxborough. Tom Brady runs that place. Yeah, this is the unofficial Super Bowl for Tom Brady. I don't think he can afford to let Bill Belichick win this one. No. Because uh, I think if he does lose, then you're going to see him retire. What? <laughs> Just instantly, he's gonna Andrew Luck after the game. He's gonna Andrew Luck that shit. Just Might like, as well. Oh, I'm gone, guys. Blaine Gabbert's taking over for the rest of the season. Mm. Good God. They'd still be a playoff team. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, that's the end of it. That was it. That was week three. What you uh, What you think about that? I I liked week three. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a lot of good football on and. I think we're really starting to get some identities of some teams, and I'm really excited. Week four is definitely not as packed, I don't think, but there's a good Sunday night game. We got Tampa with Tom coming back. Uh, that Rams-Cardinals game should be fun, and Panthers-Cowboys will be a good one, I think, too. Yeah, it definitely will be a, a game that I'll tune into. Uh, there, there actually isn't all that bad of games, really. That first half just really kind of sucked the life out of everything, really. But, that just means we can uh, sleep till noon. It just means we can sleep till noon. Hooray! Yep. Uh, All you, right. Quick hit? Yeah. Uh, Brewers clinched up the division, finally. Cardinals are just red hot. They're just not going to stop losing baseball games. Sixteen uh, straight? For, for some that. reason. Uh, I don't know why. They, they do this every year. They just get hot at the end of the year. The MVP in the AL race is getting pretty hot, and it's hard to not save Vlad Jr. Definitely earns some respect as well. I'm really excited for October baseball. It starts literally in a week. We have playoff baseball. We're gonna have probably we're gonna have to do a little quick hit segment probably at the end of playoff baseball matchup maybe next week. Um, but it, it's definitely it's definitely gonna be exciting and. The Brewers, they got to go all the way. I'm taking them all the way. Uh, all of them? Taking so, them all the way? All the way. Uh, really, it'll just dis- depend on whether or not they see the Cardinals in the fucking postseason. Mm. Because uh, if you're scared of anything, you should be scared of that. It's a hot team to face. You don't want to face a hot team like that. All right. Uh, my quick hit. I was going to talk about the Cardinals, but you know what? Since you got there, fuck them. Uh, first of all, uh, it, fucking Andrew Wiggins with the, the Vax exemption last week. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Uh, so he tried 
to request a religious exemption from the COVID vaccine uh, because, you know, he's just that dumb, apparently, and thinks the, the NBA is that dumb as well. Uh, so uh, they thankfully denied him because, you know, Wiggins was never a big religious guy, uh, and they kind of went after that. But, you know, fuck off. Uh, next up, there, did you see the one-handed running back that broke Derrick Henry's high school rushing record? I did. I should have put that in my quick hits. I did see Caleb, that. Caleb Wagner, dog. 535 yards. That is so many yards. That's so many yards. That is insane. And uh, Derrick Henry's was 502. So not only did he beat it, he crushed it. Kind of smoked 50. it, yeah. Yeah, dude. Caleb Wagner, halfback out of Baker High School in Florida. Damn. Florida football. Damn. Florida football. Uh, also, did that. 535 rushing yards on just 25 carries. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, well, South Walton was yeah. the other school they played. Doesn't uh, even. It might as well have been Bishop Sycamore. You know what's the craziest part, too, though, is the final score of that game was 49-48. to 48. Holy shit. And yeah. Yeah, they barely won that game. I can't even believe that it got that close. But holy shit, that's wild. So shout-out to him. And last but not least, uh, don't, I do it every once in a while. Wrestling is back, baby. AEW All Elite Wrestling is really delivering. Last week during AEW uh, Dynamite, so their Wednesday night programming, to open up the show, they opened with an absolute banger of a match between Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson, formerly known from WWE as Daniel Bryan. And uh, it garnered a Dave Meltzer five-star match uh, award, which... Uh, for those of you that know, it is insanely hard to get a five-star match. Uh, and I I didn't even watch the whole fucking thing. It went to a time limit draw, which is fucking great. means that more is in the future. But I watched the last six minutes, and holy shit, I was invested. It was awesome. So shout-out to AEW. Shout-out to the talent that they have and the talent and matches in the future that's going to happen. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely dabble in the wrestling on Down the Wire for sure. And I know we get a decent amount of following from the wrestling community in general at first. So we hook you up at the end a little bit. Uh, that's going to do it for episode 34 of Down the Wire. That was week three in the books. A big week four coming up next week for episode 35. Make sure you guys check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, don't forget to check us out on thechairshot.com. I'm about to take a five-star shit right now. Peace. But as long as you can.